Welcome to the Nativist Podcast, where we tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level by cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, and a little more invested in yourself and the world. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist Podcast. I am here with the amazing Carly. Oh, hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited that you're here. So Carly Wood, for everybody, Carly Styles. if you follow her on social media, she is major. She mm. is a force in the social media industry. And we go way back, but I'm going to let her introduce herself real fast and then we'll get going. Oh my gosh, why is it like... Okay, I've done this a million times, but why is it when anytime anybody asks to talk about yourself, you're like, Every uh, time, I do I have any say. hobbies? Who am I? I'm sweating a little. It's fine. It's fine. Um, if you hear baby cooing, it's ultimate mom life here at my house. It's not Whitney. It's my, it's my children running around. I'm Carly, Carly Butler Wood. I still legally haven't changed my name. Oh. And I've been married four years. I love my husband, you guys. I do. I just am lazy. I don't want to go. She's fully committed. Yeah, fully in this. I just, you know. Just adding on the names as we go. Um, okay, so really quick. I have been doing YouTube for, I'm going on eight years. That means I'm old. Wow. Getting old. Um, it's crazy because I always just kind of saw this as like, saw it as like a starting opportunity for a job. But now I'm like, this is almost a career. I've been doing this oh, yeah. for years. Um, and I'm Super successful. Still, oh, you're nice. I'm still really? trying to figure out what that is. <laughs> what is I'm like, what, a, what am I doing here? What am I trying? But we're getting there. And I think that's the beauty of, you know, your journey is you don't have to figure it out in like a year or two years. So, um, yeah, I've been on YouTube eight years. Um, you know, other platforms have popped up along the way. We have Instagram. Now that's kind of taken over just because it's a little easier to put content into. Oh, yeah. Um, and just still trying to figure it out and just building a community of happy, beautiful, loving family and, you know, people surrounding us. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. All the things. And so how has your content evolved over the years like from um, when you first started and where it is now? That's a good question. Because it's so, kept pace with your life, right? Yeah. So I feel like, okay, so I'm a, I was a vlogger, daily vlogger, where I started out where I was doing daily vlogs. And when I started my journey on YouTube, I was a single mom. And Cooper and I actually flew back and forth from California to Idaho every 14 days. It was kind of crazy. He had more frequent flyer miles than anybody I know. Um, but that was what the job called for so that he could see his dad and that we made it work. And it was kind of nice because his dad, we like worked together really well on that. And um, it was fun. You know, it was an adventure. And so my content was really like kind of being a single mom, trying to date, but trying to get like my feet out from underneath me, get out of debt and just... I feel like my whole journey, I've just tried to be relatable and yes. be like real. Yeah. Um, there's so many people on the interwebs that you you just like look at their life and you're like, gosh, it's not attainable, you yeah. know? And you feel like it's fun to watch and it's beautiful, but I just like to show the messy. And I feel like my eight-year journey has kind of been the messy. <laughs> and people respond to that I and know. appreciate that. Yeah. Because you can 
you're relatable, like you said, and they can relate to you and you just seem like a person and they see the behind the scenes. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is a real human being, not with a perfectly created feed. Yes. And no disrespect to those people. Yeah, totally. There's a time and a place and everybody has a role to play. So yes. do what you want to do. Do you. But yeah, I can yeah. see how people have responded really well to that. Thank you. Do you ever get burned out on it? Yes. <laughs> I can imagine. I bet. It's just, it's hard because you feel like, what do I share next? Yeah, and yeah. You have to find that like sweet spot with boundaries. You know, my sure. husband now doesn't do, he didn't do social media. He had an Instagram. That's actually how we met, which is so crazy, but he's actually not a YouTuber or anything on social media. He's a financial advisor. And so our worlds kind of collided because we're from two different totally worlds. You yeah. know, he was like, what is this? You yeah. share everything. And I'm like, oh, we got to get the engagement on camera. And, yeah. Every um, single moment of my life. Yeah. yeah. It's like every good moment I yeah. want on camera. Um, And so I've had to find that sweet spot with finding my boundaries on what do I share? What do I share next? Is this going to burden me out if I stick with this? But I think the beauty with online is you have instant feedback. People are always yeah. telling you what they think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Sure. Yeah, totally. So I feel like I get a lot of ideas and inspiration from what people are asking for, things maybe I wouldn't have thought about. Yeah. Like cleaning and organizing routines. To me, it's like, I don't do anything special. I can't make a video about that, but people actually out there want to see that. Yeah. And so it's really cool to like, it helps you think outside the box. Yeah. So there are times you get burned out and you're like, what do I share? Is this sharing too much? Yeah. And then there are times where I feel like I have so many ideas. I don't know where to start, yeah. you yeah. know? So I'm it's just finding that balance. Yeah. But you're the kind of personality. You've always been like this. All Will you make anything fun? No, you just make nice. anything fun. <laughs> like it's just always so energetic and just fun to be around and so you're the kind of person that could make mopping the floors a good time (laughs) like if we're gonna do it we're gonna do the damn thing right we're gonna turn on some fun music you know what's funny i'm gonna tell this fight the other night my husband and i got in a fight (laughs) about music because it was valentine's and i was like feeling like fun and like we had to clean up the house we had the kids and so i was like let's turn on one direction and like sing along and do like this dance yeah like it's turn on like john mayer and be romantic why (laughs) we're with the kids you gotta go there right <laughs> and we like laugh the next day. We're like, we really just get in a fight about this song because I was trying to make like cleaning up the house and everything that we had to do that night like fun. And yes. he was like, when is One Direction fun? I'm like, they're always a good time. <laughs> How do you not see this? Yes. <laughs> but that's that's a key to life though yeah. honestly like that's what I do when I have to clean my house I'm like how am I going to transform this into a fun experience yes I'm going to pump up the jams yes do whatever I got to do dance party for one yes yes <laughs> but and going back to just setting boundaries and deciding what to reveal of your life mm-hmm. life just has has ebbs and flows so I can right. see how not that you said pressured but you might feel a little pressure to just make every moment exciting yeah and that's just not reflective of life all the time because sometimes life is at a lull and that's just how it is yeah and you don't necessarily need to amp it up you know right but if you're a personality like you are public personality then that's a little different so where do you see your brand going in the future oh man um I Okay, so my dream is to start a clothing boutique. Ooh. When you and Brooke had the paper doll, I was like, oh, you're oh, doing the dream. And I don't know why. It's so yeah. silly, but I've just always loved clothing. Yeah. And I wouldn't even consider myself like a super fashionista. But you I – No. I mean, literally, if you guys saw me, I was like – I asked Whitney before she started recording, like, are we recording this on camera? Because I have on sweatpants and a t-shirt. And Mom. she looks radiant. <laughs> uniform. Still somehow. <laughs> no, you're nice. But Honestly. I – 
I just love clothing. I've always loved clothing. Like yeah. ever since I was a little girl, I remember keeping like a clothing journal. You would write down your outfits yes. every day. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. I would be like, today I wore, and I would like not write about, like if I died and I was like leaving this for my ancestors, nothing important, just what I was wearing. They would know the trends, I guess. Which is good to know. That's helpful information for sure. But um, I just, I love clothing and I felt like I've um, built up this brand and this following. And so I kind of want to turn that over into like a turnkey, like a store, some, some kind of store and not even like a storefront, probably yeah. like an online thing, obviously. But, um, I, I've dabbled around with the idea of like a fitness podcast or just like a self-love podcast. I think that I really struggle with that actually Ooh. my whole life, just really yes. loving and accepting yourself. And you get older, I don't know if you get more tired and you stop caring or you just, you really just start giving yourself more grace. Yes, you, know? you like, do. Life's yes, too do. short and I'm sick of hating myself. So I, I have some things in the works, but nothing's like oh, going right now. So that's exciting. You're teaching. She's teaching me all the things you guys. <laughs> I love you. And I love that vision. Thank you. So going back and I know that this seems a little scattered, but we're just rolling with the flow. So going back to getting started in mm-hmm. this world, was that hard to build a following? Was that kind of immediate? Well, I feel like I was grandfathered in and I'm lucky in this way um, because my brother actually started on YouTube. Their name was called The Shaytards. They started, I want to say like 10 years ago, maybe longer than that, 10 I'm bad, you guys. I don't know numbers. But they started before me. And so I actually appeared in some of their vlogs. And people were just like, had no idea. Like, because I look, I don't think I look anything like my brothers. I guess I kind of do. But like, they're big and bearded. And I'm like tall and blonde. So like, wait, where is this? People thought I was a lesbian (laughs) for a while. So I was by myself. (laughs) Which is fine. I like thought about it for a while. I'll be honest. And like, men are hard. Girls, I get girls. Yes, yes. (laughs) Consider that option. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, and then like, I went through like this hard time where I was like, super skinny and stressed out because then people thought I was like this lesbian on drugs alone with this child like I had quite the introduction to YouTube and I hated the camera for that reason I like never wanted to be on Shay's camera I was like people say the worst things about me in the oh, comments brutal. not that if you're a lesbian that's the worst thing but if you're on drugs we probably should talk but <laughs> it's problematic yeah we're, we're here to talk say to you. no to drugs yes kids this is a friendly school. reminder brought to you by the dare program <laughs> but so sorry you guys you're gonna learn I'm all over the place but um so I kind of was grandfathered in, in the sense with YouTube with how I got my start was I was always on Shay's vlogs and in his videos. And then one day I just kind of saw the power in what he does and how you can reach people and how you can, um, it just kind of brings the world, makes the world actually feel more smaller. You yes, know, when you, you have that people. feeling, you're like, gosh, it is a small world. Yes. Um, and I just felt like, you know, I'm in this position where I'm struggling and I just feel like if I can share the little things that have helped me grow and I can share like my passions, like where, why else are we on this earth? You know, right. if we can't help other one another out and like share our passions and who we are, yep. like, I just felt like it fulfilled my purpose and I was a single mom. So it was kind of nice where I could do it at home. Yeah. And so flexibility. Yeah. So I was really drawn to that. And so my brother, like we went back and forth on what I was going to do. And he actually helped me start. He just like helped me come up with my first YouTube channel. And he's like, you know, you're really sassy and outspoken. I was like, oh, you know, like what if my channel's name was like Carly Sass? Because I'm like... I'm just so sassy. But like when you put Carly Sass in one word, it Carly's looks like ass. Carly Sass. <laughs> so my first YouTube channel is a fail. Because 
everyone, I got like a lot of subscribers, but they were there for the wrong reason. That's an attention grabber for yeah. sure. <laughs> like sex sells, right? Here's just me and my two year old on talking about real life things, and my title of my channel is Carly's Ass. Sorry, That's Grandma. an attention grabber, and then you like segue into yeah. Carly's style. Like here I am, the single mom. Like no wonder why this lady's all over the place. <laughs> so that failed, and then I came up with Carly's Styles, and it, I wish. I wish that I would have stuck with my middle name, Carly Mary, because actually everybody in my family, um, their YouTube channels, their name, their first name and their middle name, Shay Carl. Oh, my yeah. other brother has a channel, Casey LeVere. Yeah. Um, and then mine would be Carly Mary. But I wanted to do styling, like clothing, mm-hmm. decorating, anything with style I love. Yeah. So Carly's style just kind of stuck. But it's funny because when people meet my whole family, they're like, wait, do you guys all have different last names? It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, my mom's a major slut. <laughs> Major she had a good time back in the day. <laughs> yeah, so no, we don't all have different names, just middle names, and yeah, st- styles just stuck. So did it, we are. Did it seem natural? I know that you said that you didn't like to be on camera at first when you were going through that oh, period yeah. in your life. Was that daunting at first to get on camera? Yeah, it was a I mean, I think it was, I was living in fear. I was like recording in fear, fear of what people were thinking yeah. of me, fear of what I was looking like. And then I just, um, I don't know what the switch was. You can hear my baby in the background. I I just, I don't know. I just decided to go for it. And I knew that, that I would still get hate or that whatever. But I was like, you know, life's just short and you can't live of it you can't live uh, in the boundaries of being loved or, or not liked and I even real talk one I don't remember when it was I think it was like my first year into doing YouTube mm-hmm. I decided I'm like you know if I'm not gonna let the hate get to me I can also let the love get to me and the admiration yeah even though it makes you feel good it's kind of this doing or not doing something for the same reason yes you know what I'm that saying? is a good distinction thank you for saying that yeah it's so, so it true. like yeah so I don't know it's still sometimes daunting some days I'm like yeah. I don't want to do this but I don't know. Here we are eight years later. (laughs) Yeah. I really like that too. What you just said about not letting the love get to you too Mm -hmm. and not getting too hyped up. It's so good to get those good vibes from people, Mm -hmm. but they can be fickle too, as you've seen. And also you need that just grounding that carries you through. I read this really good quote from Seinfeld the other day. Um, (laughs) What was it? Um, Jerry Seinfeld, not from the show. (laughs) You're like, oh, real deep. This is going to be real deep. No, my husband loves that show, so I was like, oh, he's going to love this. Um, keep your head up at – no, keep your head down in success and keep your head up in failure. And that I was really that. good. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. It's easy to let things go to your head like that. And I've seen so too true. many people, I feel like, in the industry just not let it go to your head because it's like a hard life to live. And I, I like to be thinking that I'm coming from an odd – judgmental place just because I feel like in my life there's been a lot of judgments cast at me yeah. and I just like you never really know somebody so I try to keep my opinions like on the fence like you just never know where yeah. someone's coming from but I feel like I have seen what I would think love get to people yeah. or the admiration or the yeah. fame or whatever and that was like my biggest fear and not that I'm like big by any means because there's she people is. who just like she blew is. up she is <laughs> Guys, she's I'm a big doll. Yeah. No, but she really is. I just think that you know, if you're going to stay true to yourself, I don't think that that's like, you've got to stay humble and you've got yes. to stay close to your heart. And you can't do that yes. if you're letting everyone else's admiration get in between your relationship with yourself. Does that make so sense? Oh, true. It makes perfect sense. And even on a micro level, even to a lesser degree, just people who have Instagram accounts or social media accounts mm-hmm. at all, chasing those likes yeah. and getting those dopamine hits that you get every time somebody likes your it's picture and posting yeah. trying to attract those likes um and basing your self-value on those likes can be dangerous dangerous oh, yeah. to your sense of self-worth 
and just I think that that's I'm one of. I'm so glad we didn't have social media. Dances. Oh my god! <laughs> if I, I would have Facebook, even, I think even. MySpace came out when I was like my sophomore year of college. But yeah, I'm yeah. Like, now that I feel like we are good girls though. Yeah. Like, Whitney and I go back. Like we hung out and like she, okay, there was this we one were. time I was dating this boy, and I thought <laughs> it would be a good idea. <laughs> If I printed out the the lyrics to the song "Burn" by Usher, oh, because I loved, I thought yes. I loved him, and I made her put the lyrics on his car. <laughs> I forgot I about that. that. Yeah, Ashley Ryan brought it up yes. the other day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I did that!" And that song is like a terrible song. It's like about breaking up and like burning the field. Like, like this. How was I sending the right message at all? But it's romantic. He's gonna get it. Usher gets to everybody. So anyways, Brittany has been stuck with me for a while. No, real fast. Let's talk about, do you remember the ore story? (laughs) So we... Never will forget that one. (laughs) I I don't even know what prompted that memory the other day, but I was telling somebody about it. So we we were at my house and all of a sudden Carly's like, let's go get some candy at the gas station. So we're like, okay, cool. So wait, preface. So she drove over to my house. By herself, drove over to my house. We're at my house, hanging mm-hmm. out. She's like, let's go k- get candy at the gas station. So we hop in her car. Your driver's side was busted or something, your oh, door. It was a high school beat-up So you like had a- to, like, get out of my side or something. <laughs> something had happened where, yeah, I had to crawl. Yeah, my door was yeah. broken, so I had to crawl in through my passenger. This was high school car, guys. Okay. It was a great car. It ran. That's all I cared about. Yeah, that's all it I had to crawl through the passenger side door. Right? So there's that. There's that, yeah. And then we drive to the gas station. Two blondes. Getting so many honks and waves. <laughs> and waves. Oh. Yeah, we thought, so we thought people were hitting on us. We're like, we must be Feeling looking good. fierce. There were so many cars like honking and just waving. And we're like, yeah, we know. We like turn the music up a little louder. <laughs> Feeling a little ourselves. And then we get to the gas station. Did you get out of the car? Me. I got out of the car and I walked oh, to yeah, let yeah. you out or something. Whitney went to open around, got out of the car, went around to open my door, but like fell right in front of the car. Like I like like it was a sand pit or something. And I'm like peeking up over the steering wheel, like, wait, where'd you go? Are you okay? Like, what's going on? You gotta let me out of the car. <laughs> and she like crawl, like climbs up like she's climbing out of the grave and is like on my hood, just like laughing. Losing it. And I'm like, what is going on? And she was like trying to I don't feel like explaining it or acting it out. Did you Something. pull it out of the car? No, it was not to be pulled out. Like, I don't even know. If I <laughs> Somehow. Anyways, I end up getting out of the car. I don't remember how. And we walk around to the front of my car. She can't even t- talk. She's like blue. I thought I was going to have to give her CPR. <laughs> yeah, I was done. There was a oar from a, like a, a canoe yeah. or a raft lodged in the front of my car. <laughs> Just sticking way out. <laughs> my car and had a boner. I'm- literally. <laughs> With an oar. I Your car was filling us, too. Yeah. I was losing it. I was done. And yeah. I'm like, how the hell did you not see this on the way over? How did she I not take somebody no. out? Like, good know. thing there wasn't a runner in front of my car or something. Death yeah. by oar. I forgot about that story. Oh, my gosh. So hilarious. Okay. I wish so we would have had funny. smartphones and they see, could have taken a picture. See, that's would have been good. Yeah. That's what that would have been, been an epic been, post. Or, yeah, Totally. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, so are you ready for some rapid-fire questions? Yes. Okay, let's do it. It's just like first response, right? I just, yes, okay. just whatever comes. How about air? Here we yes. Go. What makes you nervous? Um, when people are upset with me. Yeah. I don't like confrontation. Yeah. I I mean, I'll handle it. <laughs> but I don't like when people, I, I could be responsible for someone's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any practices that have made that easier over the years? 
um, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My husband's a great communicator and he's taught me a lot. And therapy. I actually went to um, uh, like a relationship therapist and I feel like everybody should do that. There's oh, yeah. no shame in that. Not and it at helps, all. It like really helps me figure out who I was and like how I fight and how I communicate and yeah. Therapy. And see your blind spots that yes. you don't see. Yeah. And a good, structured, loving, neutral yeah. environment. Yes. Totally. Yes. What was the best thing about how your parents raised you? I feel like my parents just loved us. I mean, parents, it's such a, oh, it's a stressful job because you like, I literally look at my kids. I'm like, I know I'm screwing you up somehow. I know I'm going to pay for your therapy later down the road, but I'm trying. I'm really trying. And I think when I look back at like, you know, the wrongs and rights of how my parents raised us, they're great people, but I just always knew they loved us. And that was like the most important thing. It's just that they loved us. Even though they might not have gotten everything right or wrong, whatever, they loved us. That's the bottom line. Yeah. That's all that matters. When was the happiest you've ever felt? That's such a tricky question because I feel like they're... Or top three. Top three. Okay. Um, My husband and I always talk about this, but our favorite trip that we took together was to Yosemite, California. Oh, I love Yosemite. Uh, it's okay. First of all, it's beautiful, but yes. it was just him and I, we took no kids and we went on a hike and we like packed snacks and it was just like made us happy to be outdoors and hiking and eating food because I'm a fat kid. But you, not <laughs> the true story. I remember, I remember seeing your post. I remember oh, you saying beautiful. just how beautiful it was. Yeah. And just, I don't know, there's something about endorphins in the sun and getting out and oh. nature. Like, uh, all just, the way. It's a good memory. All the way. And then just and moments, you went this summer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then just moments with my children. And I love a clean house. I won't lie. Yeah. I have a clean oh. house and like laundry's done. Happiest moment of my life. <laughs> that good, just when your home space feels good. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. nothing tops it. What are, and I'm just going through, just randomly pulling out questions, you guys. So there is no She's, rhyme or reason to these. It's she didn't, like she didn't say I could peek at them, but I'm <laughs> just hit me with your best shot. <laughs> what is a unique habit of yours? I curl and cross my toes and I hold my thumbs when I sleep. That's two. See, I can't pick one. All the time? Yeah, whatever I am sleeping, I, like, end up falling asleep holding my thumbs. And then I'm, like, like right now, like, I'm crossing my toes and I don't even realize that I do it. Huh. You guys can see it. It's pretty sexy if you're in a footstep. (laughs) (laughs) Did somebody point that out to you or did you just notice it? I just, um, I think it was, like, not till I was, like, 20 and I was, like, oh, my gosh, I'm crossing my toes. And then I, (laughs) just took me 20 years of life. And then the thumb thing was, like, when I was 22, I was, like, my thumbs. I I hold my thumbs when I sleep like a child. It's not funny those habits you do that you sometimes don't even realize until later on in yeah, life. At least I don't like eat my boogers or something terrible. <laughs> That'd be unfortunate. I mean, if you do that, it's a little gaggy, but. <laughs> Protein or something? I don't I know, know. somebody who does Recycling? that. I've worked with somebody no. who does that. And I had to play a romance scene with them <laughs> when he's gagging. Try heaving. I didn't kiss them, but I did watch them pick their nose and eat it. And I had to like, act like his love interest in like 10 minutes from when I saw him pick his nose and eat it. That is like, not something you want to be it's around. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Good people pick their nose and eat it. Maybe people are into that. <laughs> Brooke, <laughs> I did a video, the story the the other day about this. My sister Brooke <laughs> clenches her butt cheeks so hard. <laughs> just it just made me do just that. Living life. I know. And Maybe it that's why her butt's so great. That's what I said. She's I'm like, like she's always doing those glute. Yeah. <laughs> those booty squeezes. She's all the time. She's just <laughs> on her so funny. And Mila, yeah. And Mila started, her, her daughter started to do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like little like, like little like dimple baby bomb. It's the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. What ooh. 
She's what do you look? <laughs> what do you most look forward to about getting old? Um, a lot lately. A lot when we okay that sentence. Lately, Marine, <laughs> when we've been traveling with our children, a lot of people have stopped us and commended us for traveling with our kids. Ooh, yeah. Like you know, traveling with your kids. Wow, that's brave of you. And they always say like the best thing that they have experienced in life is being a grandparent. And I'm like, oh, yes. they're like, they're like, it's great now, and it's great that you guys are traveling with your kids, but just wait till you're a grandparent. Oh. I'm like, I think life's pretty great right now, but I do think that, that will be sweet, like see life yeah. come full circle, you know, see your, your kids for so see. many reasons. Yeah, if that's you what don't they have want, like the day to day stresses, you can give the kids back when they're done but crying, yes, and <laughs> but you gotta like swoop in for the glory moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> have the good times and then <laughs> still have dinner. <laughs> But honestly, and, and it when it's hot. Yeah, yeah. And like we <laughs> talked about earlier, just the older you get, the more relaxed you get about life, yeah. the more relaxed you become with yourself, just things in totally. general. Things don't get to as much, hopefully, yeah. to most people. <laughs> you gotta learn to laugh at yourself. Probably gonna be like an honorary old lady. <laughs> <laughs> or arm. I might go the other way and be that person, the honorary old lady. <laughs> just Grumpy. shaking my fist at people. <laughs> but yeah, um, I can see how that would be just. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. I mean, parenting is beautiful, but even better. Yeah. What makes you feel most empowered? Um, most empowered. I feel like a good workout, you know, Ooh. when you're just like sweating and filling yourself. I don't do that often enough. I think you just, when you're a mom, it's so hard to like take time away from your kids because one side of the coin, you feel like you want to get out of the house and do something for yourself. But then as soon as you're out doing it, and I can't speak for all moms, this is how I feel. I always feel guilty. And I know it's so dumb because it's like, you have to do something for yourself too. But I just feel like moving your body in general is like an overall way of showing God, Buddha, the world, whatever you want to say, but you're grateful for your body. Like on this earth, and this sounds like really hippy dippy, but like just like breathing and feeling your body move and sweat and stretch. It's like, gosh, I'm alive. This is amazing. You know, and you just, after a good workout, you just feel like, I feel like Beyonce, like flip my hair. Totally. Put on my boots and my sweatpants. We got <laughs> totally. No, but really, and I like how you focused on how you feel and the strength, like the physical strength that you yes. feel, as opposed to like how I look. Or, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, no. but there's such a beauty in that when you just the focus feeling. on how you feel yeah. and how strong you feel, rather totally. than what you look like. Yeah. I mean, there's been a time in my life where I was like, oh yeah, I look good. Totally. But now I'm like not looking as good, but feeling really <laughs> great. <laughs> Two babies in two years is really hard on yourself. And she still looks gorgeous. <laughs> no, I'm, I I love my body. But, I mean, it is a journey. And I, I do think, like, you got to focus on the way it makes you feel. Okay. It's addicting. What's that Reese Witherspoon movie when she's like, when Endorphins make you happy. Yeah, happy, happy people don't shoot their husbands. Yes, yes, yes. So you won't shoot your husband no, if you work see? out. So everybody should That's work out. That's why Jackson encouraged you. He really <laughs> should go on a run this morning. <laughs> um, circling back to the guilt and the mom guilt. Do you get a lot of blowback from just living your life and parenting from your followers? Um, for the most part, I have I have really incredible people following and and so supportive and Good. really nice. And I think Good. sometimes even like if you stand back and you just I've had to remind myself like what are people's real intentions here? I think sometimes people offer advice without even realizing it could come across as mom shaming. Yeah, and I think I. Previously in my career, I've been in that habit of getting it or choosing to be offended. Like, oh, they're just coming after me. They're mom shaming. And I do think like people throw that word around so loosely sometimes. It's like maybe they're just looking out for you, having mm-hmm. your best interest at heart. But I, there are some days where I'm like, damn, she's angry at yeah, me. <laughs> I didn't know hard. that sugar was such, you know, or like 
and it's usually like the most random things that I'll get like um, hate or whatever thrown at me. But for the most part, I would say it's really actually just like a lot of love and support. Good. And so. And I think it's important too for everybody to remember that you're just seeing snapshots of people's lives. Yes. So maybe totally. they're feeding their kids lollipops cool yeah let them do that and, and they you, gave them a broccoli knows? celery shake for breakfast totally and they didn't say, you know totally and i liked how you focused on intentions yeah for the most part people mean well yeah they really do and life is so much easier more enjoyable when mm. you have that perspective that people are meaning well by you right maybe their delivery is a little bit off <laughs> And they maybe their messages, the yes, yeah. but truly, like, people are just doing the best that they can. Totally. And I think that that's just so releasing when you realize that instead of thinking that everybody's out to get you yeah. and everybody's trying to, like, point out your flaws. Good Some point. people do, but also hurt people hurt people. So yeah. maybe, you know, they're... Well, and you have to realize, like, like what you said, like, sometimes there's been days where, like, you know, that's if that person feels this intensely about the way I'm putting my <laughs> child in their car seat, like... Maybe they're not in a good place right exactly. now, and I'm only feeding to that fire if I come back at them. Because I am a hot, like, I'm one to, you come at me and I'm mama bear pretty fast. So I've had to learn to be like, okay, take yeah. a step back, yeah. take a breather. How did they mean that? You know, maybe they're having a bad day, let it go, you know? So it's not always easy, but. No, not at all. So how much of that has been intentional and mindful, and how much of that has just been natural part of getting older? Like, that perspective shift. Well, kind of what you touching on what you said the way it makes you feel you know like I don't I don't want to fight with people I don't even know them I don't want to get my feelings hurt over something that maybe they didn't mean Mm -hmm. and it's like like you can choose to fight with somebody and make it but how's that gonna make you feel or you can choose to like you know what they probably didn't mean it that way maybe if I have a healthy conversation with them this will go in another direction and what's been surprising to me is most of the time if I feel like upset enough about it I'll just direct message that person like you know what I just want to understand where you're coming from because this really hurt my feelings yeah. and instead of like flying off the handle which I want to do and call yeah, name which yeah, yeah. I know I've been known to do I would rather just talk to you about this yes. and I've been so surprised when I have like approached it like that way nine times out of ten it's ended in a friendship and like that we see eye to eye and we communicate because so much is lost in translation on the internet so, true. so much and so it's like you can't really ever know if I'm coming across super feisty or if I'm coming across hurt or how they're coming across. Right. So it's just usually best if it's like that important, I'll just message them and be like, yo, let's, let's just clear this up. Yes. And that's so disarming when somebody reaches out to you to connect with you and from a curious angle, not yeah. from like a contentious, like let's throw down right now. Oh yeah. But no, like I really want to know where you're coming from. Like totally. let's communicate and talk about this. Yeah. And most times if you do confront the person that's like, if they're just like, F you bitch, like there's nothing that you could actually like, Maybe they're just having a bad day. <laughs> like, they, no, they meant that. But if you were, it's funny because then if you approach those people, they back up so, like, gun shy so fast. You know, yeah. like, they're like, oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, my sister took my phone. And it's like always some excuse. And you're yeah. like, okay, right. just let's play nice. <laughs> Can we all just get along? Yeah. <laughs> what are the two biggest lessons you've learned from previous relationships and or friendships? Uh, communication is so key and it's hard for me. It's, it's really hard for me to like talk about my feelings and I don't know if that's like nurture and nature, how Mm -hmm. I was raised. Mm -hmm. Um, or just some people are, doesn't feel comfortable to talk about the way you're feeling. It makes you feel vulnerable. And I think that through growing through bad relationships and like, you know, just failures and mistakes, whatever, I've just learned that 
you have to honor yourself and the way you're feeling, even if it feels like icky or weird or vulnerable, because that's when you're being your most authentic self. And that's when people can see you for who you are. And I think that like when my husband and I, he is such a great communicator and I've had to learn, I'm like one that's like, I need a day. I need some space. I need to cool down. And he's like, no, let's figure this out right here and now. Um, but I've learned how much communication can really just like help so many things and it's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to feel vulnerable. Um, one time my therapist, we were talking and I was feeling, I was like, you know, I just keep getting called insecure or crazy and it's, it's making me feel like I'm actually these things. Like I believe this, like what's wrong with me, help me feel. And he looked at me and he said, Carly, he's like, you are paying me to tell you what's wrong with you. And he's like, nothing is wrong with you. These are called boundaries. And he's like, and when you set boundaries and you honor them, he's like, sometimes that can make other people feel uncomfortable. And he's like, you're just setting your boundaries and letting them know like, Hey, I'm not okay when you do a, B or C. And so it was really hard for me to learn how to honor like my feelings. But when I did, I realized like I'm communicating better about my feelings. Um, and that's like a whole other thing we could talk about for hours, but Beautiful, yeah. communicating <laughs> and honoring your like your most true feelings and, and it can so get hard. weird and lost when you stop doing that. Yeah. Cause then you're like, am I feeling this way? Is this something that I think I should be feeling? Like if you stop listening to that inner voice, yes. it's so hard to find it again. It really isn't get out of tune with that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so many <clears throat> different directions I want to take that. So, so important what you said to honor your feelings and not repress them. And that's when you get true resolution is when you yes. speak from authenticity and acknowledge your feelings and mm-hmm. don't run from them because <clears throat> you feel ashamed. I shouldn't be feeling this way or don't want to feel this way. Just tuning in and be like no this is where I am right now and this is where I need to come from Mm -hmm. and communicate so beautiful that's awesome thank you and how do you and Jackson bridge that gap with your different communication styles (laughs) um because that that'd be hard that's hard (laughs) he has brought me a long ways but then I will say there's times where he's like, you know what? I agree. I can see why we need a cooling off period. But I think it's important that you always have like a meet back time. Like if you just leave them hanging like, well, when are we going to talk? When are we going to? It's kind of like this scary feeling of like not seeing the end in sight. So I think with people who do need to communicate right, like right then and there, Mm -hmm. um, it's important to give them a time. Like, okay, I need like a couple hours and then we will come back to this and we will sit down and we'll make eye contact and we'll talk through it because then they don't feel just hanging like they're out, you know, and they just don't know when it's going to end or, um, and for me, I, it's hard for me because I could just, how I was kind of raised is like, we had a big blow up fight. People would yell and scream and swear or whatever. Not like I had a bad childhood. I hope that's not what this is coming across. Like I was like this orphan child. But my family is like really, we're energetic. And so when we fight, we're energetic. And yeah, I'm passionate. Yeah. We're not ones to say sorry or communicate. So we would just like go on about our day after a big fight and just, it would get awkward enough because people weren't talking. So we'd start talking again, you know, but nobody ever would say they're sorry and nobody would ever come back to the fight and we'd never find a resolution. It was just like, you kind of buried it in a sense. Yeah. So I think throughout my life, I've had to learn that you have to revisit those issues and you have to talk through them and yes. you have to like kind find a common ground because yes. you have to learn to be apologetic and, yes. and also how to, it's hard for me to receive an apology. Oh, I always, I feel like I build up my guard so thick and hard that I'm like, they're not sorry. They don't mean that. Yeah. And it's hard yeah. for me to, to take on when someone's like, I am sorry and like, and forgive them, I guess. So I think that, um, 
finding like time to cool off and then when I when Jackson like knows I'm like I really just need some time then we 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 agree on a time to come back to it does that make sense yeah it makes perfect sense and I love that self-awareness too and this is so important not even just for marriages but for friendships too and sister like Brooke and I have (laughs) the same issue like (laughs) oh please (laughs) but I'm like Jackson and Brooke is like you with our communication style and just yesterday, I mean, we love each other. Have you ever been there during one of our blogs? I like, not like a bad, bad one, just like a sister fight. But my family also fights intensely. So I'm like, oh, this is nothing. No one's bleeding. We're fine. Like, we're fine. We're good. Just yeah. rip some dirt on it. No, and that's like one of the first things that um, our employee, the girl who worked for us, the first thing that we did when we interviewed her before we discussed anything else, we're like, we're going to fight. It's good. So don't, yes, do not take any sides. We're not expecting you to, but just know that that's what we're getting into. Because <laughs> we like advice. love, yeah, we fight hard, but we love harder. Totally. And so it's just, we're passionate. Yeah. And we have very different communication styles. So I'm constantly trying to bridge that gap. And it's just, we're approaching it from different angles. Yeah. And so it's important to just be working on communication in every facet of your life. I think. Yeah. I mean, when you get older, you get, I think, you get a little softer, yeah. you know, yeah. you just learn, oh, yeah. like, it's not fun to fight no. and it makes you feel like crap and yeah, it's a journey. So it you is. don't have to have all the answers right away, yeah. but I think just starting with self-awareness, like, and, and realizing that even if someone is completely wrong in the fight, always taking on that mind, mindset of, okay, well, what can I do better next yes. so that that person also doesn't feel like everything was their fault and that they see that you're also trying to work on something because yes. no one likes to be pit, like pinned in the corner right. as the bad guy. No, no one does. No. Even if you know you're the bad guy, you're like, okay, well, at least they're willing to say they're sorry and work on themselves. And it's another good thing with my husband because he always is like saying he's sorry. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're right. You're always wrong. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It was your fault again. You're right. It was your fault again. No, but he always is like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We fought. And yeah. for some reason, when you hear those words, it just brings down your walls and you're like, okay, totally you are sorry. Situation. Let's work on this. Yes. So. Yes. And I like what you said about just owning up to your part in it. And if the communication were working, then it would be working. And if it's not, yeah. it takes two people to communicate. And totally. so you just have to like self-reflect and be like okay how am I contributing to this problem because obviously yeah. it's not working yeah we don't need to talk about who bears the burden of the blame right like, what can I do to make this better right to more to be more effective totally love that good advice sister okay relationships are hard they oh. <laughs> love them but they're hard yes yeah, so worth it so worth it but mm. <sighs> do you Speaking of that, do you feel like you love easily? Yeah, I think that I'm a lover and I'm accepting. I'm like pretty accepting of people really, like maybe too trusting. That's another thing, the difference between my husband and I. He's just like, you're just trusting of everybody. <laughs> Everyone's great. And then I've gotten burned a lot. So yeah, I'm like, maybe yeah. you're right. So yeah, I do think that I love and trust pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah, and that can be a good thing sometimes. It yeah. can, can be also hard. a terrible right. thing. <laughs> no, but that's, that's a good, that's yeah. a good place to be. If we were all forced to wear a warning label, what would yours say? Oh, man. Mama bear. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate mama bear. These are good questions. Makes you stop and think. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. making me sweat a little here. <laughs> and you're just quick on the draw with them, <laughs> like, too. Oh. <laughs> What's your secret talent? Do you have one? Oh, I'm sure you have. I mean, you're super talented. I feel like I'm pretty good about awkward situations. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Like back in my younger years of maybe 
participating in alcohol, I would love to always talk to the person in the room that nobody wanted the creepy person or like the person that everyone's ignoring. Like I like when everyone's friends and getting along and we're having a good time. We're like, I could talk to the gas station person for like hours. My husband's like, come on, he's not your best friend. Well, he is now. His wife is really saying and now we're like, you know. So like, I feel like I have, I, I do like to talk to people. That's obvious I'm talking forever, but um. I, I guess with talent, I don't know. I can make awkward situations comfortable. That's a I feel like big I can, talent. Like in the elevator. You know, you get in the yeah. elevator and no one is talking. Yeah. I can be the one like, I like your shoes. What are you doing today? That's oh, totally. What do you do for your job? No, but totally. And <clears throat> you've always, excuse me, gosh, you've always been super inclusive. So you've always brought people into whatever the situation. You've never been exclusive. And what I've, one of my favorite things about you is you've always been genuine and you've nice. always noticed you're not the type of person who's just like oh you look cute like you'll say that but you'll mean it but you'll dial in and be like you look cute because of this like you'll oh, notice you. things about people it's not like a regina george mean girls like, and like this bracelet <laughs> is that what she's ugly that's the ugliest bracelet i've <laughs> ever seen <laughs> but you just pay attention to people oh, and you notice you. people and people appreciate that like yeah it's so different when it's just like a run-of-the-mill compliment that people yeah. throw out not oh, that there's anything wrong today, with that yeah. right you're like, yeah, your your hair looks longer, this and this and this, or I love whatever. You feel like you're... an individual. You're like, oh, yes. thank you. It's customized. Yeah. Yes. So it's definitely a good thing. What's your biggest motivator for success? Maybe. Um, this is terrible. I'm just going to be honest and say it. I like making money because yeah, I yeah. love spending money. Totally. <laughs> so I feel like. It's freedom. Yeah. It, it doesn't. I've heard that my whole life, and I don't know why we have to adopt that mindset that money doesn't make you happier. I agree with that. Like, I don't like Jackson. I actually talked about this exponentially. If I made more money and I don't make, I'm not balling by any means. Um, like we both drive Toyotas, like we're, we're reasonable, but I don't think that exponentially, if I was like woke up and made so much more than I do right now, that I actually would even be happier. Cause I feel like I have everything I want right now. And if I wanted to go do like something, I could probably go do it and pay for it. Not mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to go out and buy a yacht by any means, but mm-hmm. I don't think that that would make me happier. Sure. But Coming from there were days when I was a single mom where I literally had no money to buy myself food. I can only buy food for Cooper. Like if I could scrounge up a dollar in the car, I know I could go through the um, Taco Bell drive-thru, get Cooper cheese roll up for 78 cents. I still remember that. And it makes me a little like teary-eyed every time. But I, it was so stressful and I felt like this heavy burden and this heavy cloud to think like, how am I going to feed my child? Sure. And that is an uncomfortable place to be in. Oh, and so now where I'm at, where I can put groceries on my shelves and in my fridge and we can go out to dinner. Like, I feel like whoever said money doesn't make you happy. <laughs> I've never lived time to die. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they got that a little, or took that a little dramatically because, um, so yeah, for me, success is just, I, maybe it's not money. It's just providing for my family yeah. and providing for my future. And yeah, and just knowing that it's like giving us security and safety, I yes. guess. Yes. I mean, and if like I want to go to Target and spend five hundred dollars, yes, you have that option. That also yeah. makes me happy. Okay, that's fine. Target is life. <clears throat> yeah, but and also just um, financial security is freedom yeah. too, yeah, and just and being like, able to have different experiences that it allows you, so you can travel yeah, money, and yeah, totally see the world and have a good home base and provide for your family and all that it allows you to do is why money yeah. is so yeah. wonderful. And not that, I mean, and here's the thing, like everyone doesn't need to have the same idea of happiness. Maybe for you, 
you know, going to Paris wouldn't make you happy. And maybe that would make somebody else happy. And so I don't want that statement to make you feel like money would make you happy because maybe it wouldn't. I think that's when you have to itemize your goals and your dreams yep. and, and what takes you there. And and sometimes it's crazy, but money is that path. And yeah. another thing is I've learned as I've gotten older is how far money can stretch if you're smart with it. You yes. don't have to be making six <clears throat> figures a year to be living your dream life. You could make like I, Jackson and I sat down and we thought about our budget. We could probably you know, with all of our bills paid and like living our happiest life, live off of like 30 to $40,000 a year. And that's not a ton of money. I mean, you know, like if you think about that saying money is brings you happiness forever, people think about millionaires and billionaires. And I'm like, I don't think I actually would be more happy if I was a millionaire. I just am grateful. I can, you know, go to target when I want, buy some groceries and not yes. feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck and have that breathing space. Yeah. You didn't have before. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Ooh, so <clears throat> I just saw one. What are you too hard on yourself for? Oh man, um, I it's so weird, and I don't know if this is just I don't, I hate to like put this on women versus men. I don't know if that feels sexist or not, but I always feel this constant need to be like improving on everything I'm doing in my life: the way I look, how I'm working out, the way my house looks, how my kids are my job if I'm not growing like the house could be cleaner and it's just like I can't ever turn it off that yeah. voice off in my head it's like I always need to be doing more yeah. like just the other day I wasn't feeling very good and Jackson was home from work and I couldn't even just like lay down he's like why don't you just lay down and let me take care of it and the like perfectionist was like for one you won't do it how I do it but, <laughs> <So there's that. laughs> but like how terrible is that he's offering his help and I'm still not willing to take it you know but I wish that I could just like allow myself to be like good job yeah. You know, yeah. and not feel like constantly like, okay, that was good, but now you need to do this, this, and this, and this, and you're failing at this, and you could be improving on this part of your life. So I just wish that, I don't know, pat myself on the back. Yeah. You know? Don't you feel like that can be, I relate to that, don't you feel like that can be your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? So that's yes, your biggest totally. drive, and that's how you're able to accomplish all that you do. Totally. And so it's such a productivity driver. Yeah, it's like where is that like fine line of like yes. Okay, I've gotten this much done. Good yes. for me, but also I'm like kicking my own ass. Yes. Like, but then it's depleting too yeah. and joy robbing because you're like, well, it'd really be nice if I could just kick back and <laughs> yeah. pat myself on the <laughs> like back. Dust yes. my shoulder off for what I just did yeah. instead of just constantly thinking of how I need to do more and what else I need to improve upon. Totally. Yeah. So I mean it's a good thing and a bad thing all yes. wrapped up into one. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So what is something that angers you? Oh, I cannot say when people tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Heard that. Like, like oh, driving man. or <laughs> just like getting tips on the internet. I'm like, you know, you really should do that. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't know. It's always, I've always been that way. Yeah. I just can't handle people telling me what to do. And then I can't stand mean people. Yeah. Like just like straight out rude, judgy, mean people. I'm like, oh, okay, that's perfect. All right. You have it all together. Fine. <laughs> I, yeah. It just bugs me. I, yeah. yeah. I just can't handle judgy, mean people. And then oh, people telling me what to do. That was really yeah. bad when I got to work on that one. Oh, dear sister. Because it's like, why does that bother me so much? Oh, right. my husband's driving. Also driving. <laughs> I love him. That look. His driving. Just oh my life. gosh. He literally never uses his blinker. And then we go to turn into our own driveway and he uses his blinker. I'm like, oh, good Safety thing. Because none of our neighbors know we live here. Good thing to signal. You never know. 
He doesn't. He really doesn't do much that bugs me, but his driving. <laughs> That's the one thing. It's a little hard for me. <laughs> Sounds like you guys have a pretty good thing going. <laughs> Don't ask him about his list. I'm sure he has hundreds of things that I do. <laughs> driving crazy. Whatever. What are you most proud of yourself for? That's a hard one. I don't know. I don't know if I've reached that part yet. I have good kids. You have excellent kids. I have good kids. Such good kids. Such good kids. Really, though. I'm and sure that's like not even on my fault, so I can't even say No. <laughs> I birthed them and they're alive. Yeah. Like remarkably good kids. <laughs> yeah, I have, um, I love my kids. They're good. And the littles are still little, so I don't know. Who knows? Maybe so they'll cute. run the world and I'll be regretting those words. But He'll pass the baton. Yeah. You're running the world right now. <laughs> You're so, nice. Speaking of momming and doing, I mean, you have Jackson, obviously, but balancing it all. I know that that's kind of like the age old question that plagues everybody. It is, but balance is balance, you know? And I think that what I've had to learn personally is there really isn't balance, you know? Because some days you'll like, the house is clean, my laundry's done, but I'm behind on work. Or some days I've done all the work and I feel great about my checklist, but the house is a mess and my kids are crying. Or there's days where I, we just lay around and eat Taco Bell and don't do anything. And we're, but we're with our kids all day long. And so I just try to like, look at it as a perspective of balance. Yeah. And and I don't try to do a day-to-day balance. It's just like more of a macro view overall. Yes. That's a perfect way of putting it. But balance is really hard. I think that letting go is a big thing for me. Oh Yeah. And yeah. just realizing, like, it's still going to be there. The laundry is still going to be there. Yeah, yeah. If I do it or not. And so it's not the most important thing. And, I don't know, learning to take in the small moments where you sit on the ground with your kids and laugh or, you know, you do take a nap in a day or whatever. Or maybe you work all day long and you don't see your family. Like, you just, you got to let it let go of this idea that there is perfect balance. So true. And people have different ideas of balance totally too. So totally what works for one person does not work for another yes so you got to find your flow and whatever works i bet for my you. daily life would drive some people crazy <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> i'm sure they would be like how That's are the worst you life ever <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy <laughs> so <clears throat> if you're in a funk how do you get out of it um balance <laughs> speaking of well because usually i feel like when i'm starting to feel like crappy i something's not like in balance, I haven't done, I've, I've neglected one area where I know I need to implement that. Like yesterday we laid around so much of like by seven o'clock, I was like feeling crappy. And I was like, I got to get up and do something. So I like yeah. went in the bedroom and started like Cloroxing and cleaning and I just like felt better. Yeah. And so I feel like if I let myself go too far on the spectrum one way or the other, like I work too much or I don't work enough, then you feel off. And so you kind of, even though I said, let go of the idea of balance, you do kind of have to find someone of that. Um, and then just like a good night out with my husband. Yeah. We never get that anymore. We How went, often do you guys make it out on dates? We went dancing the other night and it was like the first time, oh, like we were both sitting fun. in the car and we're like, oh my gosh, we don't have any kids. <laughs> what and is we're by doing? ourselves. What should we do? It's kind of nice. What is something that you haven't tried that you would want to try like a hobby or something? I know that you have a jam-packed life, but what would you want to try? <sighs> okay. My husband and I have been kidding for so long that we were going to get tattoos. <gasps> what? I, I know, I know. I don't I don't think I will. No offense. He, he loves them and I don't I it's it's not even that I look at the person with tattoos and be like sure. I don't like you. Sure. It's just like on me, I don't uh-huh. think I love tattoos, but it was so weird because for so long I was like, maybe I'm gonna get a tattoo. Ooh. But I probably won't because I'm a chicken. What would you get? 
Um, okay, well, this is another one of our fights that was epic. <laughs> Wait, you guys, it sounds like we fight a lot. We don't. Not even. But he, he's so good at, like, with words. He um, was saying how, you know, like, no one really has it figured out. And it ended up being this, like, coach's, like, halftime talk. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you just Total feel powered and yeah. pumped up. Yeah. He's so good at those. Um, And he was saying how, like, just, you know, we're all trying to keep, like, we're all trying to figure it out in life. No one has yeah. it figured out and we're all trying to like we're all swimming and we're just trying to keep swimming and figure it out and so, so then I was like well maybe we should get fish tattoos <laughs> he was like what and my like, brain that's like symbolic yeah he was like what where did this come from I'm like I just feel like that was such a good moment in our marriage where you made such a good point that like we need to one stop comparing ourselves to everybody else and anyone else's relationship and anyone else's success and we're all everyone in this life is trying to like swim that same stream and yep, figure yep. out where they're going why they're going there and what they're doing and for me I was like a cute little fish would just be a good little physical reminder that you know we're, we're still in this and we're still swimming yeah, and trying to figure it out together yeah. so then he pulled up like the we pulled up different tattoos and like a koi fish I'm not even smart enough to remember what they represent but you look up like a Japanese koi fish and they're like the meaning behind them and yeah. how they swim in sync with their lover or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. like spiritual and cool. Yeah. So like we thought about it for a hot minute, something I've never done that maybe thought about doing, but I still don't think I'll end up committing to doing it. But I think That's he nice may. Yeah. yeah. Really? Right on. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a big yeah. fan of tattoos. I, I think they're cool. And like, I see so many of people that are like, oh, yeah. I love that. I just... I'm a chicken. Totally. And yeah, I'm totally. a Gemini in me is like too indecisive. I want to move it around. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Like redecorate it or something. You're like, well, that was nice for two years, but yeah. now I want it here. Yeah. I can <laughs> try to throw pillows like every month. Different. So I don't, I can't imagine. You do. Getting, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine getting a tattoo because <laughs> I would it's be like, a in a month. I'm like, can you actually move this? <laughs> so I was thinking. Like, I was like, you knew this was permanent, right? Like when you sign up for this. You're like five years permanent, right? <laughs> Shoot. Is this <laughs> What would the younger Carly think of the current Carly? Oh man, I don't know. I I feel I think that she would be surprised, but I have everything I've ever wanted. I just did it in a different I took a different path to get there. Yeah. And I think that that is actually even better because it along that path untaken or whatever, you know, I feel like I'm like some meme on Pinterest right now, but that's where I, where I really found myself. Yeah. Yeah. And found like the woman I wanted to be. Like yeah. I've always wanted to be a mom and a wife and like a boss in some well, some way, like some, you know, I thought it was going to own some like clothing store or something huge, but. And you will. <laughs> I will. I'm manifesting yeah. for you. <laughs> I think it was like Oprah. She's like, you can have everything you want in this life. You might yeah. just not have it all at the same time. Yes. And I always Ruth, remind Ruth myself. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I think. Yeah. Right? Oh, or maybe it was Oprah. Maybe Oprah was quoting her. Yeah. Could be. But when yeah, Oprah yeah. said it, I was like, that's Bible. Write it down. I'll get a tattoo of that. Yes. Yes, that's Bible. <laughs> I love that. Speaking of inspiration, that was my next question. Who inspires you? Oh, shoot. Gosh, you're asking me the last like, ones. Because I can never choose. So you can do like top three. I don't. This <laughs> sounds terrible. I don't have like one specific person. I feel like the girl that I like, the girl that I've struggled with throughout my life, like I guess myself. And that sounds like very like narcissistic on me. Yeah. But I get these moments where I'm like, I never want to return to that place. Yeah, I never want to be that person beautiful. again. Yeah. I want to be better. And because I, you know, it's like my mom, my grandma, like those things I should say. Yeah. But we're just so different. It's so hard to compare sure, me sure. to them, you yeah. know? Um, my kids do just because I want to leave something for them or them to be proud of something. 
And my husband, when my husband's like, oh, you work hard, that inspires me. He works like the hardest out of anybody I know. So if he can like see that in me, I'm like, okay, maybe I have yeah. a chance with him still. Maybe he still will keep so me I think around. it's like going well. Yeah. It's going to work oh, out. So you're going to stay here. You're not going to go anywhere. Okay, cool. And that tattoo, can you write my name on you? <laughs> so I really know it's for sure. So I really feel good about this. <laughs> He's in the room, by the way, everybody. I keep looking back at him to see him rolling his eyes. What are your love languages? Um, physical touch. Whoa. Oh, ow. And I feel like I have three. Physical touch, acts of service, and words of affirmation. Um, but you know what's funny? It's so hard for me to take a compliment. I, I feel so awkward when people say nice I things can. about me. I'm like, you're making me sweat. Stop. But, totally. but keep going because it's yeah. my love language. Yeah. But yeah. stop. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so like weird. conflict? Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel weird. I'm like, okay, sorry. Stop. Yeah, you know, like Amanda Frost. Yes. <laughs> we always joke. Have you seen that meme where, like, when somebody pays you a compliment, like, you're just like, you don't know what to do. You're like, yeah, yeah you're like, happy birthday. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> so we always joke. And I, like, write her so hard for that, but it's so I'm the same way. Like, are you, like, I get, like, a compliment on Instagram. Yes. And I, like, have to set my phone down. Like, walk away from it. I'm like, like oh, I need to sit with this for, like, 20 minutes. And then I can, like, come back and too address it. Too many emotions are in the room right <laughs> yeah. now. It's heavy. It's very heavy. I'm a little overwhelmed right now. <laughs> can't. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's so, it's so, yeah. Um, has that gotten any easier over the years? No, I feel like it gets harder. <laughs> I'm like, because then you, like, do, like, different, like, people like, oh, you're such a good There is one thing, like, when people like, you're such a good mom, and people say that, I'm like, thank you, I know. Like, because yeah. I feel like it's one thing I know how, it feels so natural yeah. for me. and that's not for everybody and so maybe it's like when you are complimented the thing that you know you're good at or that yeah. you work hard at uh-huh. it feels good yes. and you're like okay I can I can acknowledge and take that one because I know that's something that like is always my focus is yeah. being home, you know so it's people so are like you're good I'm like thank you <laughs> I sure, love that I'll take that one <laughs> everything else I'm so. not sure of but I'll take that one I <laughs> love that okay last question Wow, that flew by. So, last question. What is your call to action for the world? What's your message to the world? What do you want people to step up and do? I think... Okay, we're going to solve the world. World peace. Um, No pressure with this question. (laughs) Holy cow. Um, Level up, everybody. World peace. (laughs) Write this one down. It's going to just really change your life. Fish tattoos and... (laughs) Um, Okay, in all seriousness, I think whatever it is that you're passionate about, you should just go after it and follow your heart. I think too often I would deny feelings and like in moments of my life where I knew I should have honored myself more and I didn't. And I think that I paid like the price for that. And I think that whatever it is, if your passion doesn't have to be this huge grandiose thing if you're passionate about being a secretary so true that's amazing just just be passionate about it whatever it is because that's when you're going to really find your happiness when you just follow your passions and they could be scary and you could feel unsupported and you might not have your family on your side but when you like honor your feelings and you follow those passions that's when I think you find your your real true self in life and you feel the most confident yeah you feel just like like you you and know? that right there makes the world a better place, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Live your passion. Amen. Yes. Yes. Live your passion. High five. Yes. Okay. <laughs> love you. Thank, Thank you, you for doing this. And everybody, peace and blessings and find your passion. Yes. <laughs> All the things.